Hey guys, it's Chelsea. A quick note before we get into today's episode, very exciting news. We are going to be having our first ever Ghosted Stories live show Monday, April 10th at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft here in New York City. So if you are in New York, check out thepit-nyc.com for more info or as always, at Ghosted Stories on Twitter, Ghosted Stories on Facebook. We are going to have Mark Normand as one of our special guests and some other surprise guests to come, so stay tuned. Monday, April 10th, 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft. Mark Normand, other fun friends, lots of ghosted stories, maybe some ghosts. Come on out. Hey, guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. I'm Chelsea. (laughs) I'm Erin, and I was just about to say to her before she had the thing, like, I'm wait, I'm confused about what we're doing, but we're doing it now. <laughs> so let's find confused out. about how we're introducing our first repeat guest, yes. Clayton Gumbert, ladies and gentlemen. Popular Clap demand. Them on the yes, they yeah. needed. They it's people great. demanded it. It's Writer and entrepreneur. Back. Yes, is that true? Are you an entrepreneur? I just made that up, but it it's sounds a, like you know. Oh yeah, the American dream is alive and kicking. <laughs> Going to go on Shark Tank in a couple of months. I fucking love that show. Oh, it's the best show ever. Mark Cuban, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know he loves people. As our Clayton and I, if you listen to the first episode that Clayton was on, which is episode two or three, you you. would know. I think it was two. I think you were the second guest. Yeah, Yeah, it was a very hot day. It was. It was a hot August day. Maybe not August. Sometime during the summer. I think it was. I was probably drunk. I think it was August, and you were drunk. Yeah, remember Mm -hmm. that. that, Yeah, I mean. That's we did 360 you, days of the year. We had to tuck you into bed after it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your shoe. Um, but no, it's great to be back on the Ghosted Stories Chronicles. I love so, the rebranding. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> I, oh, my God. We never even talked about what happened on the podcast, I don't think. I listened to the mini-sode. It's not so, like very interesting it's but not we very can interesting go into it. but i'm interested or did we talk about what happened on the last podcast with no i think you just wrote like a facebook post well i like put a, I put a swear in the description and itunes is like no 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 a swear that i honestly did not know was Isn't a swear i didn't know Wait. that shit was a swear well i think this oh, is what happened a swear though. shit is a swear is it? damn is oh, not a swear but shit is Damn is a swear, though, to my mom. But I think what triggered it was in Michelle Collins' episode description, I wrote getting cock blocked. And I think Uh. cock was the trigger. And then that set a chain effect where then they saw that we had topical shit written in all of the descriptions. But I think cock was the trigger. I feel like we talked about this. So for so many, I feel like I said the the word cock on the podcast. And we'll have to go to the tapes and see. I'm going to need a safe space after all this cock talk. If If we did talk about have the cock talk on the last podcast, which I actually think maybe we did, but we've had a couple weeks hiatus. Um, just tweeted us and tell us to fuck off. Yeah. Um, um, so Clayton, do you want to tell the people just in brief why you wanted to come back? Well, because you want you reached out to us. This I, is important to you. Other than the fact that I love the sound of my own voice, uh, <laughs> I would say the reason is because well, so it's funny you mentioned that that the first podcast I was on um, was uh, recorded in August, but didn't come out till October. So in, if anybody listened to the, f- the first episode I was on, I went on in length about the love of my life, <laughs> who I am no longer with because she broke up with me. Plot and twist. so it was very hard because by the time it actually came out, we had pretty much been, we weren't really done, but we were on um, the way on to Dunsville. It was Dunsville. one of, the, yeah, we were on the road to Dunsville. It was like probably... 10 miles out with no bathroom breaks. Got it. Um, so uh, that was, so I didn't really actually listen to the episode until fairly recently because pretty much 
like two weeks after it came out, we were like, yeah, donezo. Totally done. So that was really tough for me. Sure. But the the need to hear myself speak was the was so strong <laughs> that I finally listened to it. You just felt lonely without yourself. I did, and I was like, you know, it's been long enough. I think I can listen to myself again. <laughs> um, so no, so I listened to it, and I was like, oh, it was a really great episode. I mean, yeah. the podcast is great. I love the podcast. Thank by you. The way. Um, uh, but what happened was, so we had just moved to a new place together okay. in June. And okay. we broke up in like at the end of August, kind of. Um, and so it was one of those things where we had just moved. I had spent five grand to move oh so expensive. out of the place. Because she had encouraged or said like, hey, come move in. So here is the thing yeah. is that I had been living in a, a space that was not my own space. I was basically watching a place for somebody else. And I'd been there for 10 years. Um, and it was one of those situations where I really couldn't, I could never really move in and feel comfortable. And, uh, I was fine with that when right. I was in my, because you know, it was so cheap and in yeah, a sick neighborhood. Yeah. I was in a sick, I lived in Soho. I lived in a loft in Soho Yeah, and I was paying very little rent for that area. I mean, that area is like insane. So just like apartments at it per- yeah. permanently, basically. Exactly. And so I, when I, even when I started living there, I really thought it was only going to last for months right. and it ended up being 10 years. That's so crazy. <laughs> so we we weren't able to live there together, right? So she was never really able to actually move in 100%. So it was always kind of like, we. she's always there, but she's not technically living there. And we wanted to move in together because she didn't feel like it was her place. And it mm-hmm. wasn't, because it wasn't my place. So we really kind of, um, she really was pushing me in a good way to move. And I was kind of like, I don't know, like this place is so awesome. I'm right. so used to it. Right. It's the only place I ever lived in New York. That's right. And wow. that's insane because that's how crazy. many times have you guys moved since you moved yeah. here? I've though actually, I'm a weird case too. I've only moved, I've only lived in two places. Okay. But yes, that is crazy to only yeah. have lived in one place for 10 years. And it was one of those things where like, you know, things were always okay right but i was always kind of like this sounds horrible but can i move from this place like am i able to move from this place like what if this happens which sure. is what happened to me we move and then we break up yeah. and i'm going to be like man i i no, wish i still had that place cuz yeah. i live by myself in this huge loft it's, yeah it was yeah, i love enormous that yeah and we used yeah we had the like, comedy shows there oh yeah. it was insanity yeah so it was like amazing but i couldn't be the guy who didn't didn't move in with his girlfriend because he wanted to keep his apartment right like, that felt like such yeah, a totally cowardly thing and i think it would have been good to for me to have my own space or have our own space like i thought that right was a good and, thing. It's, and, and just be in a space that really felt like this is my place and yes. i can like stick my heels into and not like ultimately someone else's place yeah but so well wait do you want to tell the whole story of what happened or do you want to First, well, I do. I, oh yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to tell you something. I heard real, you had another story. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to this. But anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, so I'm living with my ex, which is what we're gonna. Really Current. Talk that's about. what we're gonna we're gonna dig into. What it's like to live with your ex, someone who is now your ex. And Ooh, I think it's a common common New York thing. It's a. Yeah. I think it's a very common New York because thing. because economics of it. Like right. if I lived in Idaho, I probably be like spending 300 bucks on rent, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm out of here. Like, I'd be out of there that night. Right. Right? But now it's kind of like, how can we make this work? I spent five grand to move here. We're sticking it out. I'm digging in my heels. Totally. So anyway, I want to tell you guys, I got 
ghosted. No! What? Micro, so quickly. micro ghosted. So quickly. Micro ghosted. Just a little ghosted. Yeah. Just it was a little a, snack. It was a little tiny ghost, and I'm going to tell you about it. Um, so, you know, I'd broken up with my girlfriend, and there was this girl. In the fall, basically. Or yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. And, you know, I was kind of, like, not really interested in looking yeah and i was like because totally. so, it'd been a long yeah how long had you guys been together we were three years wow that's yeah. significant yeah um and it's 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 hard when you break up and then like uh, for me at least i need a little time to like not care about anything you know what of i mean of course you go through that where you're just like nothing Absolute. matters yes who cares and you want to go through that by yourself totally um so there is this girl, and I'm going to call her Pumpkin Patch. Okay. Right? I like that. Because her previous job <laughs> like was that. working at a pumpkin patch. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why this is significant, because this is the reason why none of my relationships work. Yep. It's because I go for girls that have jobs or previous lives that are like, you know, something in an indie movie that you would never even be able to watch because right. it's so twee. Right. right, that's my type, and I need to not have that type because it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> Your type is like Greta Gerwig, but like younger and more absurd. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, Greta Gerwig is kind of well. When when I she first, is it a little. T- I mean, her the character she play. I don't know what she's like as a human. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, so it's funny because um, when I first started dating Sydney, Pat called her. Um, What's that movie? Francis Ha. Francis Ha, because that was like the second movie we ever saw together. <laughs> um, uh, me and her, we went and saw Francis Ha on our second date. Um, so actually, it's our second date. It wasn't the second movie we saw together. It was the first movie. Sorry, I'm a, I, I have a movie podcast, so I have to be very specific you have to about be, Yeah, I get the details right. Yeah, I understand. Uh, how to watch movies. How to watch movies. Thank you so much for the plug. But anyway, so Pat would call her Greta Gerwig, right? Yeah. Um, well, no, he would call her Francis, Francis ha. ha. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway, you can edit this out. <laughs> So there was this girl, and and I met her um, at a place of employment, I'll just say. Um, and a place where they employ some people or your place of employment? Well, I was trying to be vague about it (laughs) to get some anonymity. Thank you for blowing up my spot. It is a place where people are employed. Okay, good. And certain people at this table are employed there. <laughs> um, so anyway, okay, makes sense. Makes sense. I wasn't looking to, to to you know I wasn't looking to start anything or whatever. But uh, you know there was this girl there. She's very cute. I saw her reading an actual physical book, which seems like a crazy I mean, that's thing now. Catnip for you. Yeah, for me, I'm, I read so many books. <laughs> you do. I'm such a book reader, and they're not all great. But I'm not saying I'm reading great literature. Like, I mean, right. I've read three books about the insane clown posse, so I'm not saying I'm like <laughs> reading Chaucer or anything like that. But Are they still recording? Oh yeah, they're a going concern. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> growing concern. All right. Yeah. Um, but uh, so anyway, so I was kind of like, oh, she seems kind of cool, and plus she, I knew like immediately she's that kind of girl that. Sure. worked in a pumpkin patch she sure. just had that kind of like airy fairy feeling about her which and i'm attracted to um i see i don't i don't even really know okay. because here's the thing so I, I started talking to her one day which it was just like a random like she came in and we were talking and you know it was nice i was like talking about like where are you from blah blah she just moved to the city which is great because i like to get them right off the boat so sure. they don't know any better um Absolutely. So that's like all true predators. That's what she mentioned. Like all true predators. <laughs> Just get them alone. Um, no, I'm a good guy. Come on. This <laughs> is, come you on, are come you on. are a very good yeah, guy. Thank you. So anyway, so she we were just talking and I asked her, like, you know, where are you from? And and then I was like, Have you ever worked in a place like this before? She's like, No, my my only other job I had was at a pumpkin patch. <laughs> and immediately I was like, warning sign, warning sign. This is why nothing works for you. <laughs> 
But then we kind of like saw each other once in a while, and um, we were talking one day, and we figured out we live kind of close together. So I was like, oh, have you ever been to the park? And she was like, no, no, I haven't been there. I was like, we should go to the park at some point and hang out. I'll show you around or whatever. You know, just Oh, wow. Nice. That's a nice little. Yeah. So that Real was like, like, that was, yeah. And that was, a uh, you know, that was uh, then like about a week or two later, we saw each other again. And we finally, she was like, hey, you live close to me, right? We should hang out. And I was like, yeah, can I have your number? So she gave me her number, right? She gave me her number and said, we should hang out. Okay. Right? So this wasn't me being like, "Hey, whatever," because yeah. you always you always have to get the lady's number. So it should always be up to the guy to to get the number. Like okay. you, you shouldn't really give a girl your number because that's no. that's giving them too much. They okay. I, I feel mean, I feel that that's that's okay. That's fair. Well, maybe listen. That's fair. Everything's changed in three years since I've been together. A so you guys got to give happening. me a little bit. Yeah, like you know, back in the day, you know, th- 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 is different. Three mm-hmm. years ago, is it feels like. A millennia ago, it was dating. practically. Um, so anyway, sh- she, you know, gave me her number, and then I actually, this is the person I text you about. Oh yeah, I got a very cryptic message from Clayton one day, and I didn't know if I was supposed to know that you had kind of broken up. Oh yeah, because Pat, I, I think I had told Pat, but I was like, maybe don't tell Aaron mm-hmm. because I wanted to tell you or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So I think, but he probably told you immediately. <laughs> I mean, I don't <laughs> what know what's do. immediate, but. <laughs> like as soon as, like when I texted him, he probably like was like, hey, by the way. <laughs> I don't um, know about that, but, but I, I knew that you guys were not together anymore. Yeah. Otherwise I would have been like, <laughs> what are you trying to have Aaron, me in? Aaron, I'm accessory trying to cheat. <laughs> Aaron, tell me how to cheat. That's a good way, so. Do you know where I can buy a burner phone? <laughs> um, so anyway, I was like, because what I had said to her, I'll call you, right? I'm a very literal person. So I was like, well, I told her I'd call her. I know people don't talk on the phone anymore, right? No, so I was right. like, I probably shouldn't call her. But then I was like, well, maybe it'll be this unique kind of, oh, cool, like retro thing to do to like call somebody. And so I texted you and I was like, hey, if I got somebody's number, should I call them or just text them? And you were like, you, I wish my phone is is uh, back there charging, but you were like, Wait, don't call her. <laughs> it was like so great. It was so funny because you were like, don't call her. It is a gr- it's an act of aggression. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. So I'm like a rapist to you. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not what I meant. Yeah, check that out because it was like really. It was like, no, that's an aggressive act. You should text her. And I was like, That's okay. That's hilarious, but also okay, completely wait. true. Yeah, so she said, yeah. So I was like, question, if you had, if if you gave a guy your number and he called you instead of texting you, would you think it was refreshing or weird, right? Okay, that's what, a What do you question. guys think? What do you guys, what do you think, I mean, yeah, Chelsea? you know what I think. I think in general, I really dislike phone calls and I feel like phone calls are very jarring and very much like a violation. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we're in a time <laughs> where I'm like, other than like... <laughs> It's a violation. <laughs> it's like, I did not ask for this. It, it just, it does feel it's like, like, like so a like, My phone but, is making this noise. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it is silly and crazy in this day and age, but like, I don't. So in a broader sense, I do feel that way. However, in a 
unpopular opinion plot twist i do think that in that instance if it was like the first time a guy was getting in touch i actually think that i would think that was kind of cute yeah because i thought i would just call her and like even leave a message and be like hey yeah. just calling you like because yeah. i don't know i just felt like it might be something unique which she had yeah. you know because i think she is probably pretty young mm-hmm. so she probably hasn't experienced the yeah. guy actually calling her which i was like yeah. that's that'd be cool yeah. so i was like i was like question yeah so i said that and you said don't call it aggressive spelling um it seems like an intrusion i think a timely text is always appreciated especially in the beginning so i was like okay thanks so that's great so i was like that's fine i'm not gonna call her so i'll text her so what i did was i texted her and i was like i waited like two days or whatever standard stuff and i was like i was like hey it's clayton um wondering what you're doing sunday i thought we could go to the park if it's not too cold that's my great. text. And I have great. it memorized, which is great. Shows a lot about <laughs> my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing back. Oh. Don't hear anything. So it's that whole thing where it was a Friday kind of afternoonish. Okay. And you know, I asked about Sunday. So if you don't get those bubbles immediately yeah. or within the hour, you know it's not happening. Yeah. So I kind of put it away. I was like, I'm fine. I'm just not gonna care about it. And so then on Saturday, I actually see her, and the Saturday between the, the Saturday between that. just in the neighborhood. No, no, at, oh, at, at, the, at a place, a of, place of at a place of employment. Got it. Where people are employed. Got it. I think it is over five people, so they do have to give them six days, or six days or whatever, right? What is it? Five employees or fifty? Oh, employees? I don't know. Something no, it's like fifty. Yeah. It's fifty. So it is a place where they do have to get five days sick day. Great. Okay. So anyway, so I um I. Uh, we saw each other and I was like hey hi you know I was trying to act normal yeah and she was kind of acting a little weird obviously because she hadn't texted me back so I'm like should I say something like should I say something like I kind of want to say something because I just kind of want to know but I knew she had gotten the text so I go up to her and I was just like so did you get my text which, of course, because, you know, there's that whole thing where people ne- sometimes don't get texts. That, that happens. never happens. I know. It never, it never happened. happened. It happened to me one time. I had proof of it because it was my friend, Christina, and she something happened where randomly my iMessage just turned off. And then yeah. she was texting me at that time. And then I was like, why am I not? Or my texts are green now. And then I, like, finally figured it out. And then, I'm like, oh, I turned my iMessage back on. And, like... A text she sent me just like never came through ever. So, that, so it can in a happen randomly. It's that, obviously not common. That actually it has happened to me, but it's it's always been kind of like I eventually get it. Right. Like it's one of those things where like yeah. did you and then you look and you're like oh I got it, but it was like two hours later or whatever because right. I had to like switch right. my eye message exactly. off and off. Right. Yeah. The this wasn't the case. She totally didn't text me. Right. But, and it's the dumbest question to ask. Um, but she was like, yeah. She's like I'm really bad at texting. No, uh, no you're not. that's a lie. And she was like, "You're a millennial. If you were bad at texting, you would not know us." Couldn't oh, survive. Exactly. So anyway, and then she goes, um, "Yeah, she's like, I can't do Sunday because I got some freelance stuff to do, but maybe a weekend in the future." Uh, and I was like, "Okay, so that's a no." That's so I was like, a hard, "That's, a, that's hard a hard pass." No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," I was like, "Cool, well, let me know." But she gave you her number. I know. So, but here's the thing, and this is the thing that I learned that's good about me now, is that, like, probably four to five years ago, 
I would be driven nuts by this. I'd be right. like, what happened? How do you get a number one day? And then three right. days later. She's over it. She's over it. Yeah. I mean, we started a podcast about that question. So like, we're definitely well, the same right. place to talk <laughs> about this. But I think it showed, it was actually a good thing to happen because number one, she would have been, um, it would have been a mess because it's exactly the kind of person I shouldn't go right. after. Um, the other thing is uh, like, it showed that I'm so much more mature now because mm -hmm. it it's not about me. Whatever reason, and even if yeah. it is, it's really not because I know I've had relationships, I've been right. with women, so so the you rejection right for doesn't, that girl, but it doesn't mean you're yeah. exactly, or it, it's something going on within her that has nothing to do with you. Exactly. Yeah. So so I'm thinking maybe she Googled me and found something she didn't like. Who knows? Because that's a thing that could happen. No, people Google people before they date them, Absolutely. and if oh, they find stuff sure. like maybe she didn't think my you know sketches were funny, or maybe she listened to this podcast and was like oh he's still dating someone like mm -hmm. who knows like yeah she could have searched and found something she didn't like or she could have talked to somebody and they could have said something or she could have a whole thing going on with somebody else that, that she it like, like came back or she well, wasn't sure well, like, like what i did yeah. well like i was seeing two women kind yeah. of and then i met somebody and all of a sudden it did those people didn't matter and yeah. that could have been the situation so absolutely so i'm not so many possibilities yeah so i'm not also beating, there are so many weekends in the future that's yeah. such a door open. No, exactly. It's not. Three thousand like uh the you're three thousand. I'm gonna get a brain text from her. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, so um uh, so that was good. So I got ghosted a little bit. Micro ghosted. You I don't did I don't get think it's yeah. yeah, so it's but good. That's interesting. It was a good little bit of karma that it I got. It was. And also, yeah. well, I mean, I don't know about karma. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was, for those two girls you ghosted, that's good karma. Yeah, yeah right. So there's gonna be one more, I think, before mm -hmm. there's gonna be mm -hmm. another ghosted before that. Maybe that girl will just text you back and engage you, but then then not, not show up. Not show up. Yeah, Oof. that would have been worse. I think. Yeah, <laughs> pumpkin. How sad would that be? You just standing in the park by yourself. <laughs> oh, that really breaks my heart. Just like think about it. <laughs> I would have. I would have been fine with it. I mean, it would have been funny to talk about on the podcast. It would have been, but I it would have broke my heart. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, so that happened, which is good. I mean, but I think it, it happened, and it was a good thing to happen because it's it's showing that I really need to go for a different kind of woman. You do. Right. You know, just mix it up, be with somebody a little bit more mature. This is nothing against anybody. This is just right. me personally. I think I need to kind of date people in my age range. Right. Um, because it just, because we'll be at that point where we're both m more mature and understand that like. Well, not that, but, but I mean, because not to knock sort of your ex, but it's like, but just to be at the same level maturity wise, like not to say that she isn't mature yeah. for her age. And I'm, but and I'm a man, so I am like technically immature. Like, I mean, I feel yes. like I, I, all men are babies to some extent. I, I think there's, there are men that are more mature, but we are, you, just look at us when we're sick. Like we are the biggest babies when we're sick. Women, <laughs> when they're sick, they're like, I'm fine. I can take on anything, whatever. You know, I'm just going to watch Netflix all day. Men are like, where's my mom? I need a mom right now. I'm going to die. I need some. You know, like that's really how I feel like when I'm sick. And I think that is just our, we regress to this like babyness. And I think that's kind of core of our nature. We're kind of bratty. Like we want yeah. what we want and we have for the longest time got what we want. So when we don't, we're like, this ain't how it should be. I mean, um, I'll buy into that. Yeah. Right. My brother today it. called me to tell me that he was sick. <laughs> and he was like and I was like so what what have you taken he's like nothing like what do you take yeah. and I'm like you are a 
31 year old man you should know at this stage who has a business yeah Yeah. oh who's a very successful person and i was like you should know to take robitussin for your throat and sleep like that's what you need to do and he was just like i don't know i I want you to administer it to me (laughs) but but yeah i think that's and i think that's what i've kind of learned and i learned that from the previous relationship which ended which ended good segue Um, yeah thank you so much so which brings us to what you're doing right now, which is uh, living with, living with ex. an ex. So walk us through, and obviously you don't have to give us, you know, give us as many details as you want. We obviously want to respect your ex's yeah. privacy to some point. But I fucked her sister. No, no you I'm joking. And <laughs> end scene. Oh, wait, any, any sister updates? If you didn't listen to the last Speaking one. Of fucking sisters. <laughs> what about Clay- your what sister? What about your sister? Clayton ghosted his sister. Um, Are you talking to no her? No updates. I've been really busy with You're texting, texting. 20-year-olds. I don't know how old she And that's the other thing, too. It's like she did graduate college, so I know she has to at least be 22. So or 21. Some or people graduate 20. 21. Yeah, I hope well, she I was, I hope I she was, was re- I hope yeah. she was really stupid or lazy. <laughs> so <laughs> she was just like 24, 25. But still, how old are you? I'm not going to disclose that. No, I'm um, 36. Yeah, so. That's too too much. I think, we, I think this time stick in the 30s. Yeah. yeah. See what's happening up here. <laughs> I think it's is great. Is 28 30s? No. Okay. If it but starts it's better eight, than 22. I mean, yeah. You're getting warmer. No, so, you ain't there. So when I started dating my ex, she was 25 turning 26. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we had we had an eight a year difference. Mm-hmm. Which, which isn't crazy, but I not. think to be to a woman in her mid-20s is vastly different from a woman who's even 29. Yeah. Well, there is that, and that's for both sexes, I feel like there's a, a time in your life, and I think it's probably from the 20, 27 to 30 or 31, yeah. where you really kind of figure out what you want to do, where you want to be, and it's a really a lot of things mm-hmm. up in the air. That's right? your return of Saturn. That's what yeah. that's what happens for everybody. Yeah. So I'm glad you went there because I didn't want to sound like that kind of person. But uh, but that's oh how I it is. They, everyone listen knows knows yeah. from listening to this. So that's the thing is like that is that is a real thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I feel like it's really hard um, to start a relationship with somebody who's going through those years of changes. Not okay. saying that. Nobody can have a relationship that lasts through those. Some people can get through it. I did. You did. I met Pat when I was 27. Right? Oh, wow. So, so so that's good. So it can happen. But I think for me, I need somebody who's been past that. Okay. Because the last couple girls I dated were in the throes of that. Um, and the, uh, the only girl that I dated that was around my age, she was older than me. And she actually <laughs> turned out to be... Um, a white supremacist? What? I'm like what? Uh, we would call her alt right now, I guess. Oh my um, god! To be respectful. What did that happen? Well, so I'll tell this story. You really um, need oh to. Oh my god! So what was this? I didn't know. This was before Sydney. Um, when you were, uh, I was in New York. I was in New York. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This was. It wasn't super recent. It was probably like six or seven years ago. No, oh was god. it six years ago? Wow. How long ago was it? It was probably five years ago. Okay. Um, so uh, this was a girl that I met at a place of employment where people were employed. <laughs> a different one? A, a different, different place, of, people place employed? of employment. There's more than one in the city? There is, yeah. yeah. There's actually a big you know, infrastructure of, oh, of wow. places of employment in New York City. That's why a lot of people move here because there's places to be employed. I had no idea. Yeah, I know. Um, so anyway, um, I had been seeing her, and this was after a breakup. It was kind of a rebound relationship. Um, and I started dating her 
And we had been like hanging out for probably a couple months. Okay. And we were in bed um, because Clayton, I'm cool. You die. And sometimes I get him in bed. <laughs> sometimes. Um, so we were just, you know, talking about stuff and we were talking about tattoos. And I don't have any tattoos. Um, and I asked her if she had tattoos, and she was like, no, I don't have a tattoo, but... Oh, so you had to be in bed with her that often? What do you mean? Oh, would oh, you have seen her no, tattoos? No, no, oh, sorry. That probably wasn't that. It was probably, we were like, we don't have tattoos. What would we get if we got tattoos? Oh, okay. That's probably what it was. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I only have sex with women who don't <laughs> take their clothes off. You're like, if it's that pitch black and she's wearing three articles exactly. of clothing, yes, I'm not exactly. doing it. Yeah, it's a potato sack and a board between us. <laughs> It's not a religious thing. It's it's just my in my, my yeah. yeah. It's just a hygiene thing. For yeah, you, it's I a think. hygiene thing because <laughs> fucking through a board is very hygienic. Um, so anyway, so we were in bed and we were talking about that. Yeah, like if we got tattoos, what would we get? And I don't remember what I said. Probably some stupid joke bullshit. And she said I'd get she she said I'd get a, a swastika squa, swastika tattoo. What? And I was like, oh, that I was like, oh, that's that's funny because it's stupid. Like I thought she was just joking around to be offensive or whatever. Right. And I, and, and I was like, you should get it like a tramp stamp. She's like, no, I get it on my arm. And I was like, well, you wouldn't want people to see it. She's like, why not? <gasps> and like, so I'm naked in bed with this woman, right? So oh not that I'm in God. danger because I'm white, so it doesn't matter. She's Wait, not so angry. She's me. just saying this like, yeah, yeah. oh, I would get Matter like fact, a bluebird on my ankle. Exactly. But I'm still oh, kind oh of like, God. she's fucking with yeah, me. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Right? And I was like, well, you wouldn't want people to think that you're like, you know, uh, anti-Semitic or white power or whatever. And she's like, maybe I am. <gasps> and I'm like, okay. And she's then she starts talking about how the Jews knew about 9-11. No! I'm not kidding. <laughs> no. And I'm buck naked next to this woman no. who's oh telling God. me uh, the conspiracy theory about how all the Jews were called before. What? Yeah, they like all got phone calls like or a mass text, I guess, maybe, <laughs> that was oh like, get out of the building. God. It's on. Oh, my God. And I'm like. Is it crazy that I've never even heard that? I mean, I, I think it's is, great. I had never heard this either, <laughs> and I'm happy. Guys, Google it. I, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to know whatever comes up. That uh, is disgusting. But anyway, so yeah, that was crazy because I because I'm always as somebody who jokes around a lot. There is that level of joking with people where you want to go offensive, of just you know, because it's just like totally I want to shock yeah. and I'm. Joking or it's people around. who aren't funny. I think, th- and then if you're funny and then they're trying to match you, and I'm like, oh no, honey, like. What I'm yeah. saying is funny and offensive in like a clever way. Yeah. You're saying it just to be rude right. and mean. So I was right, right. yes anding her in the worst improv <laughs> ever. Basically. Yes anding her just right into like holding a flag yeah, yeah, in exactly, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was crazy. And so we we what, did, what was your response? I was just I was just flummoxed. I couldn't believe that she was being serious. So I just kind of laughed it off a little bit, and I think we probably didn't. I think we probably lasted maybe another six or seven months. Stop it. You did not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the penis doesn't make moral stance. Oh, no, but yeah, we kind of, after that, it kind of fizzled. You think? I would say. <laughs> did you uh, tell her, like, I'm not calling you back because you are an anti-Semite? Or do you no. think she got, I mean, did you I actually didn't mutually? ghost her. I gave her the respect of oh, you did. sitting her down and saying, you are... <laughs> Did you really? Crazy racist. Did you really say <laughs> no, like no. that? You just like it didn't. kind of, we yeah. just kind of, you know, it did actually kind of fizzle out where it was kind of like. But would you have seen her again? Would I have seen her again? Yeah. Well, we saw each other after that. What? Oh, at your place of employment. Yeah, at a place of employment. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so that happened. Um, but now she's living large probably now. This is like a good time for her. Yeah, she's all like, she's, she's probably got a Was it Kellyanne Conway? Just tell It us. was Kellyanne Conway. Oh my God. In her stand-up days. <laughs> um, no, she probably has like a Pepe tattoo now or oh, something yeah. like Pepe the Frog tattoo. Oh um, but anyway, so that was fun. That's so, gross. so obviously I'm not looking for anybody like that. Sure. Um, so I don't think all women in their early to mid thirties are all right, but yeah. You're going to have to, you know, that's my only experience. So right. ladies out there, you're going to have to show me that you're not. <laughs> that's well, the two of them thing. here with you are not. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Maybe uh, we can find a third. I'll make some calls. I think I you'll probably like be able to find a third. <laughs> a, a thing. In our circle uh, of friends, <laughs> we'll yeah. be able to find a third, I think. Um, so anyway, so... Yeah, just living with my ex. Let's let's get to that. So That's what is so what is so you guys also broke up in a very at a glacial pace from but the outside always, looking in. Isn't it always that way? When it's um, I mean, it's always kind of like I feel. I mean, I've never lived with anyone, but I would imagine, especially when you live together, it might be more glacial because you're both kind of like. Well, she's oh, God, the first. You can't just feel like get out or whatever. She's the first girl I've ever lived with that I've been in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge step for me as well. That was a big step. That that was a reason why I moved as well because I was like, listen, thirty hours, and I got to do this <laughs> because I don't want to be that guy that's like in his fifties who is living alone in this rundown like huge loft. Oh, those you guys know? are so fun. That's like Colin Quinn. They're fun, but they're not happy. I don't think, and I do kind of want to be happy. Like mm-hmm. I know you can't. Happiness is not something that is sustainable as I'm always happy, but just a level of contentment where I feel like I'm doing my best and I'm right. with a person who makes me uh, feel good and does isn't my only source of feeling good, right? right? But but is somebody who is a partner. I think right. that's what I'm yeah. looking for, is like a legit partner. And I understand totally. that there's maybe not as much romance in that kind of thought process, but that is the reality of relationships absolutely you need to have somebody who is your partner and looks totally. at what you do and is like that's fucked up but it's fine because everybody's fucked up and i, I need to that's be with somebody of having a partner well here's the thing i need to be with somebody <laughs> who like, doesn't look well what i'm saying is i don't want to say fucked up as in like i have like real serious issues but just the fact that human beings are prickly people and sure. men and women don't really relate super well. Like we try to, but there's those things that about men and women that don't really ever kind of mesh. Right. Okay. And you have to understand that. And you mm-hmm. have to respect each other though. You have to respect the you have to respect the differences between you and your partner and be okay with it. And you have to have a level of just things you believe in that you agree on. Right? Things sure. that are right, things that are wrong. Totally. Right? And yeah. I think that's enough. It doesn't have to be this romance. Like this white knight. And I think I've been dating younger girls who never got past that point of I need my Disney prince. Right. Okay. That's yeah. the thing. And it's nothing wrong with that. that makes because sense. that is a that is a thing that women go through. Mm-hmm. And usually they get through it and then they're at the other end and they understand that, yeah, I need somebody who respects me and treats me right, but I know this person's not gonna be perfect. Right. They're not gonna ride in and save me and fix all right. of my problems. It's going to be work. Relationships it's, are work. Exactly. It's, yeah. Well, and, and then that's growing that you have to do to not want to be the white knight. Absolutely. Well, that was the thing. And that was one of the reasons why this didn't work is because I was not genuine in how I uh, how I represented myself because I would always try to be the person that 
would be that way mm -hmm. and try to hide my faults. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. can't do that. You yeah. have to be very honest about what your faults are. And I think that was a reason why it didn't work. Because when you go in with lower expectations, they can't drop as hard. But when they drop from like really high up, that's you can't recover from that. Yeah. And I think that was an issue. And that's nothing against anybody I dated. That's that's my personal thing where I For have sure. to sure. I am so I'm so worried about being like ashamed and like those feelings are really hard for me to be ashamed, to be embarrassed. Those things are really hard for me. Which is weird because I can get up on stage and totally bomb and people not think I'm funny and still be fine with it. But if it's a one-on-one -on -one thing and somebody thinks I'm just a little bit not right, I'll be like, no, like, I'm... Yeah, yeah it, it shakes me. It makes me feel sh shameful. I think that's understandable, though, because that's such a more personal experience. And you're like, oh, well, who are you guys? Like, in an audience of many. Yeah, it's you're like, down well, there. I'm up guys? here. Yeah, but it's like a yeah. very interpersonal experience. Yeah, that's understandable. So... But yeah, so, so now... The hard thing, too, about this relationship is that we are kind of friends. Like, she's the first person that I have dated um, that I that I respected after they broke up with me, that I didn't look back and be like, this person is not a quality person or this person yeah. doesn't have strong beliefs or morals. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Chelsea, you haven't really interacted with her that much, but Aaron's had a lot of interactions with Sydney, and she's a great person. For sure. She's she's funny she's loyal she's creative mm -hmm. she's positive yeah. she's all these great things right um so it's really hard to want to hurt her as a friend like bringing somebody sure. home like that's the thing is like i don't want like that's the place that we moved in together because we wanted to start something and build mm -hmm. something and it feels like we kind of have like a good roommate thing yeah. and like a partnership that's not sexual, which is fine because at this point it's past that. It's not going to happen and that's okay with me. But like to bring in somebody else to that environment would feel like a, a betrayal of her. Sure. And especially and then how would that person feel like going in, you know, would that yeah. be a weird? I mean, I don't know. I guess there would be people who maybe would be weirded out by that and some people who wouldn't. But wait, back up a little bit. And again, obviously you don't have to give that many details, but... Did you have like a contentious breakup or it sounds pretty it was, amicable if you're still living together? It was but like, prolonged and it was a lot of talking and a lot of like looking at things that she couldn't, she, we couldn't get back to where we should be mm -hmm. because there was some trust issues because of, you know, me not being completely honest about the kind of person I am, which it's not anything that's like really horrible. Mm -hmm. It was just those things where like I would, I would just... I wouldn't lie, I just wouldn't tell her things that made me feel ashamed, and then she would, it would come out and she would feel betrayed. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? for sure. And, and that's perfectly reasonable, and I understand that's me needing to mature and be like, I'm gonna have to show somebody who I really am, and that's really scary, mm -hmm. um, but it's not gonna work otherwise because then I'm just gonna, you know, be a phony baloney, right? And nobody wants to date a phony baloney. They did um, the truth. Right? So uh, that was a lot of it. And and one of the big things, too, is that, you know, when I'm out and I'm hanging out with people, I'm very sociable. I can be very gregarious or whatever. But then when I come home, I'm very quiet and I'm very yeah. low key and I'm very recharging. You just want to like. Yeah, I just like have this kind of like I just and we would get in fights and she would be telling me how she feels and I would be absorbing absorbing it, but I wouldn't be reacting to it. Oh, and she would think that I was just not caring 
but I was more just kind of trying to absorb it and figure it out. Right. And that didn't work well because she would then be like, you don't understand. And I'd be like, well, I'm trying to understand. Right. But I can't just come back at you with something because I, right. I need all the information right. I before need to process I do it. it. Yeah. And I think that's a really hard thing for women in general. I think they just kind of want to like know what everything is at all times. And with guys, we kind of like, I, I don't know, I want to speak for guys, uh, every guy, but I know a lot of guys who shut down when arguments start. Because right. they don't like conflict. We talked about this before. They don't like conflict. They want to figure out a way to get out of conflict. Yeah. They want to be able to say one word that just makes the woman happy, and yeah. then the woman leaves them alone. Yeah. That's what we, we need that like keyword that we can just say, and yeah. then boom. Right. That's why guys buy women presents and do all these things that aren't about the problem because they're like, oh, if I spend a lot of money on this, right. I can just make it the go problem away. Go away. Yeah. yeah, it's all about making stuff go away so we can do whatever guys do, right. you know? But uh, Yeah, I feel like that's been like one of the issues with Pat and I is sort of like talking through things. How dare yeah. you speak ill of Pat? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, a full friend. disclosure, uh, Pat is Clayton's soulmate, <laughs> yeah, well, and there's no way around that. I don't know if he would say that I'm his best friend, but he is my best friend. Oh, no, so he would 100% say, say your best, best friend. And he has told me multiple times if he, he was like, if I live with Clayton, this wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> Which, you know, I understand, though, because we, I'm very messy and Pat is very, very neat. Yes. So that's where it comes in, but yeah. Um... No, not to speak ill of him, but think I, I feel like it took when we first started dating or we were first living together and I would come home and I'd try to like unload him on all this stuff. Mm -hmm. He would a try to guess the end of my story, which made me want to <laughs> That's commit murder. Yeah, <laughs> he does not do that anymore. Thank God. Or yeah, or he'd be like, this is what you need to do. Like you're acting rational. I'm like, I know I'm acting rational. I want to act rational. Yeah. And I want to say things to you so that I won't say them to the person. Right. And I feel like it right. took him a while to understand those two things. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, man, it's, it, it is, it, I don't know if we'll ever get to the point where, and of course I'm talking very like gender specific, which is not really the way life is now. I mean, right. we're getting more gray areas to, sure. to how people look at their gender. But I just think in general, the guys I hang out with and myself, I can only speak for how they are. And I'm sure there's women that are this way too, women who shut off and close down. Yeah. But um, it's been something I've talked to with my guy friends that, you know, that is one of those things where, you know, we'll be with a partner who's emotional. And a lot of it is like, we don't, it's not that we don't care, but we can't care at that moment because we're absorbing right. information. When we're absorbing information, you can't be emotional about it. You have to be like, okay, so what did I do here? What can I do now? Like it's it's a lot of let's plan for this next play, and a lot of times to a woman that looks like you don't care, you're not getting emotional with me, you're not engaging with me, you're somewhere else, mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily the case. Right. And I think it's hard for somebody like Sydney who's very emotional in a good way. She's very empathetic, which is something I need to work on too. You know, I lack empathy for people that are not very close to me, and I think that's something I really mm, need to work on. That's interesting. Um, but, but she's very empathetic. Like she, mm -hmm. she's the kind of person who will loves buying presents for people more than receiving presents. That's she's fair. so into like, I got this perfect, and she's bought me the most perfect presents I've ever got. I want for nothing because I've dated her for three years, and she got me everything I've ever wanted for my birthday and Christmas. Aww. And she everything gives I've great ever like hostess gifts. Every yeah. time she came over, she yeah. gave the sweetest things. Yeah, yeah. So she's, she's very she sweet. is a great person, and for I sure. want happiness for her, and that's why it's really hard mm -hmm. for me to 
move on. And it's not because I feel like this relationship is going to work. I, right. I know that we don't work together, but it's hard for me to do anything that's going to hurt her and especially yeah. living together. And, the, and I, and I, but I don't want to move too because I love my apartment. Yeah. Well, that's I what I was going to ask. Like, what was the? Did you guys have a conversation? Like, we did. And how how did you come to the decision to live well, together? She basically, was like, "You need to move out," and I was <laughs> like, "No," <laughs> because I can't afford it. Like, I yeah. can't afford it. I spend like five yeah, grand on just this move. Moved there. And I changed jobs too. Like, uh, I went from one place of employment to another place of employment. <laughs> You know how it is. I know. So I couldn't, I can't, I can't afford it. Right. And I just really loved being in a place that was my own yeah. or our own. Yeah. And it's, it's in Brooklyn. It's, it's on a really great area. We have the bottom of a house. We have a porch. What? It's like beautiful. Like we can, we can barbecue in. You guys uh, are millionaires. Yeah, it's great. Um, but, and that's why it's like, I don't want to just up and move. And I want to live with like three fucking dudes. Like yeah. that just seems like. You know, I guess I'm yeah. being a brat about it. The yeah. other thing too is that she might not stay in the city, and yes. I don't want like if she if she if I move out and then she moves to California then or wherever like, what she. What are we doing? Th- I mean, listen, yeah. I'm gonna be a lifelong New Yorker. I just know it. Yeah. Because you're you're talking about Pat, but me and Pat talk about how we look <laughs> at the time gone. Well, we, we we look at the oh hello guys <laughs> and we're like that's not a bad life. We would be the oh hello guys like that. <laughs> When we look at that, we're like, yeah, that if that's where we end up, that's, that's where we fine. end up, and we're fine with it. I mean, I'm a little worried that there's no oh, hello, girl, and like what has happened to me at this stage of your lives, but it's fine. <laughs> Probably an acrimonious breakup, but that's fine. <laughs> You'll have some kids to take care of. It's good. Oh, great. But um, no, but I, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, that's no. the kind of thing. Sure. It's like, I found where I Where belong. else will take you, Clayton, also? What's You're up? such a New Yorker. I, I'm, I'm a total New Yorker. Pizza, you know, I'm a huge pizza, pizza guy. You're not, because you have a four-hour <laughs> body, and you're only allowed to eat four hours a week but you... yeah i do have body dysmorphia <laughs> um, yeah but no uh but yeah so so that's the thing is like i feel like that is a thing too and that's another thing when i'm looking for somebody right. to also i'm just pretty much just doing a big call out to any woman who's interested if they like the sound of my voice um i look like a young robert redford uh according to but, i'm so happy that you never yeah. forgot that. oh i will never forget but also speaking of that just this is a little off topic, but I was thinking about this on my way over because you always want to know what the person looks like. You always ask what yeah. the right, person right. looks like. And I forgot one that was huge that I get. And I have a big beard right now and long yeah. hair. People say that I look like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, my God. No, you don't. Well, I, act, I act like the Beast because I'm, I'm grumpy. <laughs> you eat porridge. You just slurp it up from no, a bowl. No, but, but I have an underbite. And I that's, can see right? it. No, but, I can but see do, it. Your, do your mouth normal. Do That's your, my normal. Do mouth. your mouth normal. Be normal. No, oh, yeah, no, you do have a no, Clayton. Be yeah. normal. Yeah, because <laughs> you Stop just it. so exaggerated. I've never seen you like this. I do no. it all the time. When I sleep, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like Bart Simpson making faces in family photos. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I look like people have said I look like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. But then I also, when That's I shave my beard, I look like the prince that he turns into. No, That's wait, people say you look like as old as actual Beast Beast, not yeah. Prince Adam. Well, I look like the beast, and then I also, when I shave, I look like the who he turns into. Good on you for his, knowing his name is Prince Adam. His, oh, because I think I read about it like today. When his heart, because the live action's coming out. All right. When his heart melts or whatever happens in that movie. His heart doesn't melt. He but turns whatever, into a human. But but something happens with a with a rose. Right. Doesn't she the says, rose. I love you before the petal falls. Okay, this isn't a Beauty and the Beast cast. 
This isn't like the, could very quickly become one. This yes. is going to be the Beauty and the Beast minute. Don't Let's talk us, about the don't first. Don't tell us how it'll live. We're going to talk about the first minute of Beauty and the Beast. Um, no, but that's okay. Just so imagine me as the the animated beast from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and then just continue listening. <laughs> you say no. You say yes. I'm not, yeah, I okay. can see it. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, right. You don't look like him as a person though. You, you don't think he has such an angular nose. He has like giant blue so eyes. I can't even like I envision him. Blue eyes. You have blue eyes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying to get these like facts over the air so these ladies yeah. can be like, okay, he's got blue oh, eyes. Yeah, very handsome. Have, he's have have very well there. read. Let he reads this. just the dullest books. I feel like every time I'm like, <laughs> what's that book you're reading? And he's, I'm always like, God, I'm asleep thinking about it. It's they're not dull. They're factual. You read that book where it's just like every minute of that man's day. Oh my struggle! Yeah, okay, the Carl. Yeah, the my struggle or whatever. Yeah, my the, struggle was not the Hitler. Hitler. Book. I know everybody thinks that that no, it's like a six volume book by this guy who's a Swedish author. It's, okay, it's great though. You should go. My struggle. Yeah, it's great. Great series. Great series of books. All right, this isn't a book. Anyway, cast so you're beating the beast. So you're cast. so you're okay. So you're living with your girlfriend, but has she brought anybody home? And wait, hold on. Before we move off that, though, I just want to make sure everyone were on the same page that the stakes were sort of that you wanted oh, right. to stay because you had just moved. She was saying get out, but your your sort of yeah. comeback was like, but you made me move. You made me move, <laughs> and also and also she was very open about the fact that she most likely wouldn't be in New York for that much longer yeah, that and could leave soon. Exactly. And then it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Why did then we both leave this apartment? Well, this is something that too, and not get to get into her business, but she actually started kind of seeing somebody from where she used to live. What? Oh, so she's she started, been bringing people and seeing no, people, no, but you haven't? Oh. Well, she started a long-distance relationship with a guy oh. that she informed me of. And that's when Like I, how long-distance? Like New Jersey? No, like uh, south. Like in the south. Like the okay. middle. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. So yeah, the, kind of, the, the states we don't care about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah. So that was a thing, too. So she was having this relationship with this guy. And so that was really hard for me sure. too because I can imagine well I literally can't imagine any of this scenario like this is like blowing my mind because god I probably shouldn't say this and I might ask you to edit this out later but so she she kind of told me that she was interested in this guy and that was the first time that it really kind of hit me that it's like all you guys over. had 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 officially we broken, broken up? up but you know it's like it's one of those things where it's like maybe we can fix it yeah. I, i'm always the guy who's like maybe we can fix it even okay. if it's not worth fixing like right. hey, yeah. maybe we can fix it sure. and that i have to work on that as well but so i this was after she told me and it was really hard and so she told me this and then we watched the the latest episode of this is us and i like and it was the one where Toby got had a heart attack. Spoiler alert. Yeah. You hate him, but that's fine. Yeah. But it was still devastating. And I started bawling and had to go to my room because we had to split. So we ha- she has her room and I have my room now, which okay. it used to be our living room is now her room. And then our bedroom is my room. Got and then it. we have this little living room that we share or whatever. Okay. So I was like, I can't. I said, I can't with this show right now. Started crying <laughs> and went in my room and closed the door. <laughs> And was like weeping on the bed. About Toby. But was it about Toby? It was about Toby, but not about Toby. So that was really hard. And I found myself the next couple days really getting sad about weird stuff. Like I was watching, I was rewatching the Jackass movies. And there was a part where, so Bam uh, sets off these fireworks in his parents' bedroom. Do you guys ever watch Jackass? Do you know anything about this? Yeah, I love Jackass. So he always fucks with his parents. 
And his parents are like really sweet. His dad's like super huge and fat. And his mom is like really sweet and nice. And so he's doing this prank where he goes, he sneaks into their bedroom and he puts uh, fireworks in there. And the fireworks go off and it's so loud and scary. And the dad immediately rolls over and covers the mom. And I start bawling because I'm like, that's right. That's that. They love each other. He loves her. He didn't even know what was going on. And he rolls over and covers her. I was like, oh, and I was like, fucking bawling my eyes out. You're like, I just want somebody to cover me. Yeah. Or, or, or I want to cover someone else. Like, I want that where I would be like, there's, well, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to protect you. Right. And so I feel like I still like need to kind of come to terms with certain feelings that I'm having, you know, just like failure and being at an advanced age and not having a partner. Sure. That's a really hard thing. And then actually not feeling maybe as strong emotions as I feel like I should. Like like wanting to be it sadder. Like you're pretty in touch with your emotions. Yeah. I am, but but like, I also love that you describe these two moments that were like very breathtaking for you, where like what women experience once a month for like PMS, where I'm like, yeah, I would start bawling over Toby. Yeah, and the Jackass movie. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's the thing is like, but this is so like, hard to be a man is that you can't have access to that. Right. Well, yeah, we're not allowed to really express our emotions in a way, and it's it's also sure. that the thing though too is like. I mean, would I really want to hang out with a bunch of guys who express their emotions all the time? Like, no offense, I'm not being a dickhead, but like, <laughs> there's other shit to talk about. Like, you know what no, I mean? No, you don't want that. You don't want to be in a support group. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's uncomfortable to do it and it's uncomfortable to receive it. Like, I don't know if I'd want to hang out with a guy where like, every time he broke up with a girl, he'd come to me and be like, I cried because of this and that. And I'd be like, don't keep that to yourself. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like. I don't want to talk about this. I mean, okay. I thought you were meaning more like, yeah, if the guy was talking about his breakup every time that you talk to him, but that can be once in a while. I feel like even for women, we don't talk about our feelings every time we speak to one another. Well, yeah, that's true. But like, and I'll say like just an example for like, because Pat, like when I would tell Pat about stuff and I told Pat about things were bad before I told anybody else. And the way he expressed like concern and things was very masculine and very much how our relationship is, like in in certain ways. So it wasn't basically like I mean I wasn't crying on his shoulder or anything like that. But he, you know, he did nice things that were like that's how guys what guys do. Like for what did he right? do? He just sent you like baseball gifts. Like what? what do guys <laughs> now well he knew I wanted to read the Norm Macdonald memoir so oh. he, he got me a copy of it and oh, gave that's it to nice. me. So that so that when that was his way of being like, you know, here read sorry this. Sorry about so your did, breakup. Sorry, exactly right. So that and that meant so much more than if he was like, you know, Tell tried me to touch hurt. me or whatever. Like, no, in the sense, like, gave me a hug or something. Uh, yeah. Aaron's Not tried face. to touch me, like, can, like... I mean, I know you guys are close. Yeah. I don't know. Not, like, level, diddle like... my nuts or something. I mean, like, he, like, you know, but that's that was a really remind nice me, thing that he Remind did. me, I can't put diddle... Your nuts in the description <laughs> of this podcast. We don't want maybe to get nuts kicked isn't off a swear, is it? iTunes again. Deal with maybe it, iTunes. Not. There's nut diddling in this podcast, <laughs> and we're proud of it. But Pat so, is also somebody who was raised, I think, with like two very strong women, and so I feel like he's a little bit more in touch with his emotions than your average bear. Yeah, I would say. But yeah. I mean, I was raised. But I mean, I my dad worked a lot, so I was pretty much raised by women as well. So I think I yeah. I can relate a little bit more. Um, but also like, I, you know, there's, there's, there's people that you, I don't know when I hang out with my guy friends, I, I actually don't want to feel sad. So that's why we just kind okay. of divert it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? That's fair. So 
she or wait where do we leave off she's dating someone long distance you don't want to make her it was hard for you you don't want to make her upset yeah, by dating so, people so you're it's one crying of those things. at sitcoms yeah i'm crying at jackass movies so the thing is like i was like should i just be on tinder because i actually missed out on tinder i started dating before tinder got big like should i just sign up for this and i was like but is that what i want like do i want to waste six months of my life just going hooking up with and, yeah and going on dates and getting bored but do you want to be in a relationship like if if you knew that like tomorrow you could wake up beat the girl that you're going to marry is that what you yes, want to have happen yeah because i don't need the i mean i don't i don't really need to experiment with people anymore i'm done yeah. with that it's what else is there so you to want do? to immediately be in another relationship I don't want, like I mean, you don't want to like have time to be single you're not in the or mood like, to date, like dating again yeah, and just being yeah, single for a no. while doesn't sound fun to you i did that yeah. i did that yeah. in I my to early that. 30s i was on okay cupid mm-hmm. if anybody remembers that it was That's back in the stone age yeah. yeah um so i uh i did that and i would go on all these yeah. dates and i would get so bored at my same old stories and i would like it, it just it was nothing it just you it, just want to like fast forward to like three years I, yeah. I do but but also like i, I don't want to just be like the next person that's okay i'm gonna settle down right. for no. i just that's I, the danger i think right i just don't have time to do that kind of just casual stuff right and it's because i don't have the energy i realize i don't have the energy to yeah. do it it's just not my style i'm a germaphobe totally. so i don't really like <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm the age Touching where it was people. like, well, I'm of the age where it was like AIDS was like a thing. Yeah, where you were man. like scared to have AIDS. Now people it, actually it, did it get cured because people don't give people a shit anymore. People don't give a shit, isn't it? Were we talking about this on another episode of Ghost Stories? About it a few times, yeah. Millennials, like, don't. But even though I guess technically, well, you're not even technically millennial. I am. I am right at the edge of, of Gen X, X, and I will. And, yeah. I will Gen X. Let's own about that. AIDS. Oh yeah, Gen X. When Magic Johnson got AIDS, that was great. That would be like. I guess for your young listeners, that'd be like if like PewDiePie got AIDS or something like that. That's how huge I don't even it know would have been. PewDiePie. He's like a YouTube guy. I thought, I thought you were gonna say like LeBron James or something. But it would be it would be like LeBron James getting right. AIDS. It would be crazy. Yeah. But then I'm like the I was very... trying to make a joke, but that's fine. All right, well <laughs> I'll make let it a funny out. joke next time. And oh, I'll know. Shit. Now I'm crying. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm like the I'm the oldest you can be and still be considered a millennial. I'm like the first year. Yeah, and so I, like, that's right because you're a little bit yeah, uh, younger than I'm, me, and me I'm too. yeah, and I I identify with Gen X completely. Oh, do you see? Yeah. I definitely do identify with the idea that like I'm in. I think I mean this is totally off topic, but I feel like my you know sort of like. 81, 82, maybe to like 86, we're like a little, even like 79, but I mean, that would be so maybe, but if you were like Generation X, I'm I 80, say, but that's fine. I would say, I would say like, <laughs> I'm trying to get like, well, no, that's what, but what I was going to say, yeah. I knew you're 80, but what I meant was like, I used to say it was even like, maybe like 79 to like 84, 85, okay. it's sort of like this little micro generation that doesn't identify yes. with either one, because I think I read both of them and I'm like, yeah, pick and choose a little bit. Like I don't fully identify with either one. You're right. We're people. People without a country in a way. Yeah, we, we are. The, the generation, when you look at the generation of like um, music artists or even comedians mm-hmm. and stuff, it, it's a little bit skewed from us. Like I was a little bit too young for Nirvana, just a little bit. Like I had the yes. album, but it wasn't quite in my wheelhouse. I was just like, this is, this should be a cool sort of yeah. thing, but I didn't quite get it. I was too young. Yes. And then I'm a little too old for the like, I don't know, Lizzie McGuire. Anyways, we I don't got know why that came to mind. That was ours. Oh my God. We, we got Papa Roach. Rolling, rolling. Yeah. Um, but what the hell were we talking about? Oh, get it, but millennials apparently are like having sex without condoms all the time and no one gives a shit. 
I mean, that's it doesn't why make any sense. Like, yeah. why? Where did this all? We like went. We just went backwards in time. It, yeah, because everybody got too complacent. Because we yeah. were just like TLC was wearing like fucking condoms as glasses. Yeah. yeah, and we and then yeah, the next generation was like, oh, it's not a thing anymore. So so bizarre. But now two people. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's Wait, fine. Any, any we'll who's talk a. off mic about that. I'm always interested in knowing that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and who has AIDS at this table? <laughs> Spoiler alert. So, you know, one out of three people. No, I'm joking. That's not, that's true. not true, is it? No, that's not true. No, that's that's not true. no. I'd never be able to like, have sex again. I would <laughs> yeah. just be like, parenting for the rest of my life. Okay. No, but that's, that, that's so a that's big thing, thing, too. So, okay. So what made you decide that like pumpkin patch girl wasn't for you? Like... Well, because she ghosted me. <laughs> no, she ghosted you, but like, thanks you, uh, for bringing it up. Yeah. You understand that those manic pixie girls, you need to sort yes. of stay away from. I here's here's the thing, and I was I was throwing this by a few people. Uh, this idea that the reason why there's a there is a, a lot about our society in general as to why men are attracted to young women. I mean, there's the whole thing about... I don't think it's our society. I think it's... Uh, Biological. Humanity. It's, yeah. yeah. So what I'm saying is that there are reasons, but there's also other reasons, uh, too, in the sense that women are very uh, prescient. Uh, like, they understand the aging process more because it's always kind of in their face, right? Mm-hmm. They're always kind of thinking about For age. Sure. Because every product is like age-defying cream and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And guys don't get that. Like, you have to be super old as a guy for it to be a joke like you have to be comically old right yeah. you have to for for even a man's age to really play into anything mm-hmm. but for women once they reach a certain age like there is this whole idea that like you know once you reach 40 or something right. it's, it's like, like you y- might as well be dead yeah exactly and those are tossed off jokes and it's always been kind of a thing but it's really damaging and guys don't deal with that they don't think about aging so right. when somebody like me who has a full lustrous head of hair uh, a young young Robert Redford type, right? <laughs> uh, someone like me, I'm not, I don't really think of aging. Like I don't think of myself as somebody who's gotten much older or appears older. Okay. So when I look at women, I don't necessarily think of age, right? So I think- You say that, but then you are- but what I'm saying exclusively is exclusively dating like girls in their mid to early twenties. No, and that's you're not, saying in your head you think of yourself my, as younger. And well, in my head, I because like, nobody ever reminds me about my age, so uh-huh. it's not ever there. So I'm always like, and I, my, well, yeah. I'm the same age as her, kind of. And our brains stop like most people. Although I feel like I, my brain is forever set at sort of like 28, 29. But most people, they say like in your brain, your brain kind of freezes that you feel as though you're always in your early yeah. 20s. And and that doesn't make it right obviously, right. but I feel like that is a thing where if if guys are if guys in society were more reminded about how old they're getting and I don't think it should happen to either gender. I think I think that should be eliminated for both, right? That you shouldn't worry about age as a thing that defines beauty. Right. But I just feel like uh, for a woman it's way more in your face that you are aging where a guy you kind of can be like 50 and if you're a fox like you're a gray-haired fox you're good sure you got a little money you know you're fine but with women it's like there's so many other things to worry about right um and i think that's why a lot of people like men go for younger women because it's just not even in their brain to think that they're any older than them well and also biology and well yeah uh, it is biology too. too yeah but i mean i what do you think of that concept is it just bullshit i mean i think it's a little bit also of another slice of what you just said which is sure i think all of us i think women included as humans it is a scientific thing where you tend to like 
think of yourself as like a certain age and maybe your 20s for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then it's weird to think like, oh, wow, no, I'm X age. Like, yeah. that's crazy. I feel like I'm like in my 20s. But then I think it's also that because women are so... Um, it's so stigmatic as a woman to be like even in your 30s to be yeah. like above age 29 then that to guys like beauty is perceived as being young and youthful yeah so like you are attracted to young girls for that reason too which is fine like we're all attracted to physicality off the bat yeah but you know i feel like that's another part of it too what do you think Aaron? um no <laughs> no I mean I, I think what you I mean like what you said is very true in that like for women I think because of like having children and stuff there is definitely like more of a yeah, pressure on everything they have that clock that we don't have I mean you guys do have that clock though too you but we don't, don't care know. about that clock you don't care about that clock <laughs> yeah that clock is like way way back in the yeah yeah back back in the brain so I think you know I think men being attracted to younger women yeah because I think it's easier because like what you said, where it's like, if you're in your mid thirties and you want to date a 25 year old, you know how to push those buttons. You know that you need to, let me like, let me know if I'm stepping out of bounds, but it's like, you know, you go in there as a white knight, you can sort of like use what you've learned and you can really like charm her into really liking you. And then that's what it is. But if you try to do that, sorry, but if you try to do that with <laughs> a girl that... You just make me seem like I'm just like this, like, pl- I'm like plotting. No, I'm I'm like, you're, yeah, I know like, you're not. But I think just like for, like, because I think if you want sort of the easy way out or if you yes. want... and But then if you were to date a girl who's like 35 or 36, yeah. she would be somebody who would maybe have things more together and she would demand a little bit more of you. And, yeah. and that's yeah. a little bit scary, I think, for men is to, to really have to step up yeah. to the plate in that well, way. Yeah, and I think that's what what why men want to date younger women yeah. is because it's easier. Yeah. Because a girl who's 35 is going to know, her, especially if she's single, she's going to know herself and she's not going to put up with shit. But there, yeah. I feel like there is something really sexy about that. For sure. Right? Somebody who knows who they are and somebody who kind of won't let you get away with shit. Right. And not that my ex-girlfriends would let me get away with shit, but in the sense of they know who they are, so I can kind of be like, this is someone I can move forward with because... I know who I am and they know who they are. So if it works, it works. If right. it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Now people do change later in life as well. It's not like we you don't change ever. change together too. But, but I think you're more able to change together when you are at a more advanced Absolutely. age. Absolutely. Right? right. You're more open to that and understand that that's a way that life goes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when you date somebody who's still friends with everybody they were friends with in high school, you know, that's hard because that's right. just a way different thing than somebody who has maybe still has a few friends from their childhood, but has made new friends right. and things like that. And that's right. what you get when you're somebody in your thirties. You, you've gone through sets of friends. You've gone through right. girlfriends. You've gone through marriages maybe, Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. That, like somebody who's been married before. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be adverse to that either. Um, so I think that's what I have to do. And, you know, there's a lot of growth, you know, with that. But I I think I have to figure out whether, you know, if I can live with a person that I was with and somebody that I respect, it's almost like if we hated each other, it'd be easier because then I could just bring people home for spite. Right. But I can't do it. Like the thought of, and I'm not saying that she would, she, and she even said it, she was like, it's not that I want to be with you, it's just I don't want to have to see you with somebody else. Right. Sure, and, right? Because you don't have to want to still be with somebody to that. not. Yeah. yeah so, you don't want to think about 
yeah. than being with someone else. And so, and I totally understand that. Like, it's not like I'm thinking, well, she really just wants me back. That's why she doesn't want me fucking girls, like, two, like, that's fucking right. feet away from her. Right. right. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's not that. It's, it's, you, it, there's ego involved. Right. So it's, it's going to be hard for me. And I'm like, do I move? Like, and is it even important for me to start dating right now anyway? Like, do yeah. I even need to have that in my life? But am I keeping myself from doing it because of a reason I shouldn't? Right. You know? Right. That's what you need to figure out. I need to figure out whether I'm keeping myself from dating other people because I genuinely, yeah, Yeah. I genuinely am not ready or not interested at the moment or because I don't want to hurt somebody, which could be stymieing my growth. Because like, if she doesn't move, are we going to live together for six more months, a year? And she'll definitely bring some, I mean, I don't feel like she's the person who wouldn't do what she wants to do. She probably would bring someone home. And that's not because she doesn't have empathy. It's just because maybe she's healthier than I am. You know, maybe she maybe she has healthier thoughts than me where she's like, I need to do this for myself and I'm going to do it. Or maybe she's also like, I love Clayton as a person, but he needs to fucking leave already and I'm going to bring guys home. Like, do you think she's a little bit honestly in that mentality where it's kind of like, listen, he chose to stay. So this is happening. It could be. Or like maybe you're a little bit on the other side and, of it. And I've like, gotten advice yeah. from people where they're like, dude, just be a bastard. Like just because it's like, they're like, you should just drive her out. But I'm like, well, I don't want to drive her out. Right. because And the part of it too is economic. Like she always pays her rent. She's like right. a really great roommate. <laughs> you know? So right. that's, that's hard too. Yeah. So it's like, should I get on these dating services? Is it worth like... Is it worth fucking up my living situation and hurting somebody just for like a one night stand with a, a swipe? Like, I don't know about Tinder, but I feel like it's like a hookup thing. But you could also like go to their place. Yeah, right. that's true. Well, I mean, best case scenario is if she dated, she started dating somebody that lived here that was cool and treated her well and uh, made less money than me, mm-hmm. and um, which would probably be pretty impossible. <laughs> You'd be like uh, b- below the poverty line. but um, And she would then be at his place. Right. That would be then perfect situation, right. which I still would have issues with, but at least they wouldn't be here. They would be there. You know? yeah, so I she like needs it, to date. Yeah. We need to hook her up. See, what Pat needs to spend his energy on <laughs> is finding someone for Sydney who has a slightly better apartment than we do in a slightly better area than we do. And then she could just be there all the time and then I could, she could be still paying rent because she doesn't want to move in with him and then I could have a place by myself. But I would still see her once in a while. We could be friends and we could watch like, uh, you know, uh, Bake Off and MasterChef Junior and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, I mean, how though do you think it would be if you were dating and then telling people you live with your ex? Well, that's the thing too is like, Would you not tell them maybe? No, so... Our, yeah, that's true. Because anytime I've talked to a girl, I've been like, we. I still say we live, and then I'll be like, well, I live. So I'll have to change the we because when you're in a relationship, it's a we, and then right. when you're not, it's an I. So For I would have sure. to be like, I live. So when I was talking to Pumpkin Patch, I was like, we live. I mean, I live this place, right? And anytime I talk to a girl, I try not to be say the we because that's weird. Like that's, we, yeah. like Definitely I'm not talking. Weird. You yeah. don't talk about your roommate as we. You talk right. about yourself when you have right. roommates. Right. So that is a thing. Like, do I tell them? And will they trust me? Will they be like, are you yeah. guys not, are you guys still schtuppen? And we're not. There's really no chance of that happening. But um, they might not believe that. Yeah, I think it would. Like, would I you agree. believe if you, were, if you guys started dating a guy, right, 
Um, and he was like, I live with my ex-girlfriend. It's we're, we're friends. It's am, it was an amicable breakup. She's a great person, but you know, we can't really afford to move. So we're living together, but we don't hook up. Would you believe that guy? I think I would first and foremost, whether, whether or not I believed it or not, I think the first thing I would think is like, is it worth how strongly do I feel about this guy? You know, because right. like if it comes like if I feel like really this could be something, mm-hmm. I think I'd be willing to maybe whatever. Honestly, if I felt like it could really be something, I actually think that would make me more be like, I though just don't think I can go down this road because I think it would make me too. And I'm a very trusting person and I think I would, yeah. I usually like, I'm not naive, but I think I do just usually, yeah. if I feel like I have a good feeling about the person, I tend to err on the side of trust and like, sure, that could be like, I could see how that could happen. Like be, because me myself, I could be in that scenario. So it can yeah. happen. Like I always go to there, you know, it's like anyone that I would think I could love and care about, you figure, okay, well, they're probably like me if I love and care about them and I could live with my ex and not be fucking them and it could be like copacetic. But I think I would be more likely to just, I would definitely not care if it was just someone I thought I was going to hook up with for a little bit and be like, whatever, either way, whatever's happening, we'll go back to my place. I don't give a fuck. But if it was a, if you thought, so that there could be a future, I think it would make me, I would give me pause. Well, so would you say you need to move? No, I think it would just be something where I feel like my initial reaction would just be kind of like, do I need this back? Can I deal with this sort of baggage? And that's probably unfair, but I think it would be a self-preservation thing for me. Like, it would just be like, I think this could be something, but this timing obviously isn't right. And it wouldn't even have anything to do if I trusted. Like, I think I would still be erring on the side of like, got it. I'm sure it's copacetic, but like, I just can't. I think it would be too weird. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, that's something I haven't even thought about is like, does, does it preclude me from being with people in a serious way? Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, hookups probably not going to care. They'll probably be like, Oh, that's funny. Right. Oh, how funny. Right. You know? Um, sorry. I don't know why she's such a (laughs) dumbass. This woman that I just pretended to be. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. Sounds, yeah, I think it's like the same. <laughs> yeah, that would. It. And also, I wouldn't believe you. I you mean, wouldn't. you would believe no. me. You would believe me, but you I know w- me. Yeah, but then I would. I would never hook up with you. But what, what I'm saying is, like, you would believe me because you know me. But if you didn't know me, if I was just yeah, that's this, what I just said. I wouldn't believe you. If I was just this guy who kind of looked like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> and you ran into him, and he was like, "Hey, and this is you're not with Pat or whatever, so Pat's dead." Um, oh, no. no, I'm joking. No. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But like, um, you ran into me, and it was like, um, "Oh, this guy's like this guy is a guy that I might hook up with, but he lives with his ex, and he tells you this before you're about to go to his place." You'd be like, "No," or that'd be funny. Like, what would you do? <laughs> oh, um. I wouldn't talk like Jordan Peele, but I would say like, um, no, I think the same Chelsea, like if it was just a hookup and I didn't care, like I would literally not care okay. what you say. You could be living with your three kids. But I think if it was like, <laughs> I have three kids, they, <laughs> they live in the room with me, <laughs> but they yeah, sleep I, in drawers. I think if it was somebody that I was like interested in, in that way, I would assume, I would assume that they were lying probably, or I would um. say, no, yeah, it's a lot of baggage. Okay, so this is not good then. No, I, my situation <laughs> is not good. Are we both on that? I, mean, I think it's, it's not, not great. It's not. I think it's not a, like, bad. Because usually when a situation's really good, people 
their voices get really high when they say, yeah, everything Because I feel like it's the same sort of thing if a guy was like, I have a girlfriend, but we have an open relationship, where I would be like, no, you don't. Does she know? Yeah. Yeah. And it would have to be the sort of thing where I would have to meet the person and then be like, if she's like, oh, yeah, we have an open relationship, it's fine. (laughs) She's like, that's news to me. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Then I would be like, okay, well, if if she knows, then I guess let's move forward. Right. Not that this is a situation I've ever been in. Right. But then I think it'd be the same thing. Like, if I met her and she was like oh i'm dating this guy i know it's weird but it's new york real estate i'd be like all right well that does make me yeah, feel yeah, better like I, that say she that. Knows. I agree i agree with that i think yeah. like actually like and i know because i know you that she yeah. does know but, but see, like i feel like and this is getting so deep in the weeds because i don't i mean whatever but i and clearly you can be wrong about someone like i could be like oh my god this seems like it's such a trustworthy person yeah. like cut to me being on like a discover id show but <laughs> i feel like or like you're in a bathtub I, full of ice exactly yeah i don't think i would assume i think me assuming the person is lying and me liking them thinking you go somewhere would be mutually exclusive like i would if i thought they were lying then i'd be like oh you're lying but we can hook up but i if i but if i really like them that must also mean that i think they're telling the truth does that make sense right yeah anyways but i think when i was dating it was just a game of like how much can i overlook right. so i feel like i right. yeah have been in that situation right yeah and so that's i mean if i'm somebody who's looking for something real it's not the best situation to be in because yeah, right. if I am looking just to hook up with people that it might not be a deal breaker because sure. it could be a story that they could tell on their podcast. Exactly. Right. Because everybody has a podcast Everyone now. Has a podcast. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if I'm looking for somebody that's going to be like a, a future or whatever, yeah, it could be one of those things. And I guess, you know, if a girl said I live with my boyfriend and we're platonic, I would I believe them? I guess maybe not. Yeah. And I guess it is a case by case basis, but definitely. I guess in my in my tummy, I'd be like, <laughs> tummy doesn't think this is right. <laughs> I always trust my tummy. <laughs> um, yeah. I f- yeah. So that's so. I mean, so then do I move? But then, but then that's the thing is, then you then you end up living with like you're like a 36 year old guy who's living with like four dudes. Well, and it's but like, I well, don't think you need to move that... or like make decisions right now. Yeah. Either. Yeah, but I'm not getting any younger. You're not. And it feels like also, I mean, well, first of all, back one sentence. If you if she moved, would you stay there and get a roommate, or would yes, you stay I would there? Get a roommate. You get a roommate. You can. You couldn't afford to do it. If no, I couldn't do it by right, myself. Right, right. No, I okay. couldn't do it. So by you would myself. get a roommate, but that would be different than. A, spending the money to move again, and yeah. then B, living with, like, multiple roommates. Yeah. It, yeah, so if she did move, I would definitely be like... Move Aaron and Pat in. I was going to say... Well, I was going <laughs> to say, Pat. let me get a really hot young chick in here. No, no. <laughs> no, I would say I would want to get a ro- one roommate, um, which also, like, that would be weird, too, because then they can just do whatever... Yeah, yeah that, that would, that's not a best-case yeah. scenario, but that is the best case scenario for what's going on well no best case scenario I already said was she stays starts dating a dude with a slightly better apartment um and so a smaller penis and makes us money <laughs> sure. and then she's there all the time and then i have the place all to myself right right so on the right. weekends it's all me right you know that would be best case scenario but right. i don't know if that's going to happen right but wait is she still seeing the long distance guy oh well so that ended too oh it did? Uh, that ended yeah Got it. Yeah. So now, like, that was a good scenario in a sense because she was visiting him and he was like, kind of, well, he was going to come visit and I was going to stay at Pat and Aaron's. That was the thing. 
Um, Which Pat was thrilled about. He was thrilled about. <laughs> so he's upset that they broke he's up. He's a bit upset. So, but I'm not going to get in her business, but just to, just to say it's not a going concern anymore. Got it. Um, but so now then it's like, okay, so now then she's going to be maybe bringing like dudes yeah. home. So, so that's something that could be in the future. Got it. I and, think you and, need to sort of like ride it out and see what's going to happen. Because I think it is a thing where it's like, if you were to meet the right, right person, it would be something you guys would have to work through, but it wouldn't be impossible. Well, at the end of the day, it's like, I... She probably feels the same way I do about her in that it's like, it really was hard for me that she wasn't happy with me, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And 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 because when you care about somebody and you respect them as a person and you just can't make them happy, or I knew I wasn't going to be the only thing that made her happy, but th- like you were adding to her unhappiness. Right. That's a really hard thing to deal with. And so if she did meet a guy... That was really great, really, you know, uh, like a really good guy. I, I couldn't, I'd be sad probably, but I couldn't begrudge her. Like I want, I think she deserves happiness and she's right. been through a lot and she really deserves somebody who is like a really good person mm-hmm. and can be straightforward with her. Like that's something that she really deserves and she needs. And I would think that that's something that I would want for her. I'm not saying it wouldn't be hard, but, um, you know, I think she would want the same thing for me. So if I did meet somebody like that who was more like me, who she, you know, she's even said, she's like, you need somebody who, like, wants to hang out at home and read books and just <laughs> aimlessly walk around parks and stuff. Like, I mean, that's what I like to do. I mean, that's just me. Like, right. that's my thing. I right. like that. You know, I like quiet time. I like those. It doesn't right. mean I don't like to have fun, but I, you know, yeah. Yeah. I need a lot of, like, not a lot of like sensory overload. Mm-hmm. Like I don't right. I don't want to go to a concert. Like right. just don't even ask me to go to a show. I don't want to go to a show. Because you are a very old man. I'm an old man, but I've always been an old man. I was that when I was 20, I never yeah. wanted to go to a show. Right. You know? So I feel like I had another question that was related to we talked about what's she doing with the other guy? What do you guys think? I don't remember. It doesn't matter probably. But so Oh, I remember what it was. Do you guys like hang out, like watch TV together? We do. So, so, so this is something that, that I think work? we I'm need so, to. I'm so fascinated by this. I think this is something we need to nip in the bud because I've realized that I am too behind on This Is Us because we watch This Is Us <laughs> together. And that's something that should only be if you're dating, right? If you're dating yeah. somebody, you save shows for them. If not, you watch that show whenever you have the chance. Like I have two This Is Uses sitting. <gasps> You don't even waiting for me. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, I know. So I can't. I can't even watch those because right. we watch that together, and I have to be like, that can't be. We can't have <laughs> shows yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you have shows with your roommates. Yeah. But if you dated and then now you're like, it's yeah. not. It's not like a normal roommate. Yeah. So totally. it's like you know, I had to watch like you know uh, Alex Cross, the movie Alex Cross with you know. It's never mind. Look up Alex Cross. It's a really ridiculously horrible movie. So I had to watch that instead of watching the things I wanted to watch. And I shouldn't be making these concessions for Definitely. somebody I'm not dating. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Right? right. If I'm not sure. if I'm not having sex with you, I'm not waiting to watch This Is Us for you. <laughs> like, no offense. That's just, I draw the line. Listen, right. I'm a right. red-blooded American male. <laughs> so I watch This Is Us whether I want to watch Exactly. Um, so yeah, so that is a thing. And then we watch um, the uh, British Bake Off together. And we watch, uh, we we watch. Uh, What's the other one? The um, the the couple that does the uh, the 
real estate stuff. In Waco, Texas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we watched that together. What is it? Um, I can't remember what it's yeah, called. It's this. Joanne and Chip. Oh, I love Joanne. I have a crush on Joanne. Who doesn't, though? She's beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I need to date a Joanne. Somebody's you got her shit together. Joanne. Yeah. yeah, you do need to date Any either. Joannes out there. So basically, I mean, I, I asked to go on, come on the podcast. I'm going to be honest you with did, you. You did, yeah. Because I need to talk to this, to, to, about this to people, and right. you guys are professionals mm-hmm. and yes. experts. I mean, um, sure. Yeah. And so if there's any advice, anybody who's listening, if they want to send any advice for me, um, or if they want my digits, I'll give that to the, you guys. Email us at Stories Podcast at Gmail. Social media at be, all. No, I'm not. On, well, that was one of the reasons I'm not on, on, on Tinder is because you have to be on Facebook to be on Tinder. Just, be, yeah. just get on Facebook, you Luddite. Just I don't, fucking do it. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I also was like, I don't have any photos of myself. I have photos of you. I'll you, give them to you. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no, but that's the thing is I have no photos of myself. I look on my phone. I have like no photos. What do you take pictures of? I don't take pictures. What am I taking pictures for? Oh my God. Why would I take pictures? What am I? You see something nice. You take a fucking picture of it. No, I look at it and (laughs) I I enjoy it as a human being and then I move on. Uh I don't need to have like gigabytes of pictures. I guess it's in the cloud now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I don't trust that cloud. I don't have anything in the cloud. Yeah, no take a fucking picture of yourself and get on goddamn Facebook with the rest I'll just of take us. A, I'll just take a cell, an animated cell from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, put the beast up there. <laughs> That's what you should do. Say, um, entertaining in groups, boring at home. That's what I'll. <laughs> my profile <laughs> description will be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Entertaining, entertaining in groups, boring at home. Yeah. So, ladies, if anybody's interested in that. <laughs> Just you, always, yeah, where can they forward? Do I forget? Do you have Twitter? Do you have, what are you have doing? Nothing. God I have damn nothing. it. I do so have, there's zero. Right, so, so just somebody's like email really, us. Ghost at Stories Podcast at Gmail. Yeah, just yeah. forward me the yeah, email. So I'll give you, you my yeah. email address. Um, I do have a podcast, How to Watch Movies the Right Way, with Pat Stango, the very funny Pat Stango. And the last episode, we're actually kind of on a hiatus right now because we're working on another project, which right. maybe people will hear about soon, hopefully. Yeah. Because it's pretty awesome. Um, but the last episode was our best of 2016, mm-hmm. featuring the very, very funny Nick Turner. Yeah. It's hilarious who you guys should have on He's if you can. He's my favorite. Um, so and then I may be, maybe you can edit this out if it doesn't happen, be on Sean Donnelly's uh, great podcast, oh, fun. Defend Your Movie. For, oh. Yeah, but don't don't give it away. For but your I'm, favorite, for, for your for my favorite, favorite movie. thing ever. Well, no, it's not my favorite thing. It's my well, second favorite thing. I came home once late from probably a podcast and I found Clayton and Pat sitting on my couch. On your, okay, your couch. Well, what? let's see. Your- no, it's not my couch. Whose couch is it? It's your, you and Pat's couch. Yeah, it's my couch. <laughs> okay. And uh, wearing all merch from that movie. <laughs> yeah, because It was I, embarrassing. I have a lot of regal points. So <laughs> I, I spend it on merch. Um, oh. But yeah, but anyway, even if I don't end up being on that podcast, listen to how to watch movies the right way and defend your movie. They're both funny. They're both hilarious. Really good. And then also, we keep forgetting to do this on every podcast, Aaron, and we really have to get our shit together. Everybody, subscribe to us on iTunes. Oh, rate you us. can rate us on iTunes. Listen, I know you're listening. You probably listen to a lot of podcasts. You're like, why the hell would I take a moment to rate? I'm a busy person. I have a lot of things. I understand this. I don't know if I've ever rated a podcast in my life. I'm an enormous hypocrite. But it really helps if you just take that like 
Yeah. 35 seconds. We're giving you give hours us, of free entertainment and all we're, we're asking. paid nothing. Give, give a little, just give a little five star or whatever, as many stars as you think, and then just write cool podcast. I mean, yeah. if you want to make it like a fun, drawn out review, we we'll like that too. We'll definitely read any that but we just, find particularly enjoyable. We will read them all. I can't believe this is into the 20s of episodes and we always forget to say this, but yeah, guys, we'd really appreciate it. Email us your stories at ghosted stories podcast at Gmail. We yes. will on future episodes do another. We did one listener email so far and then we kind of dropped the ball on that, but we have a lot backlogged. We're going to do one of those right. uh, one day soon Sweet. and uh, follow us at ghosted stories podcast and, and look for me on Tinder and look for Clayton on Tinder. <laughs> Clayton, yeah. thank you so much for coming yeah, on being our thanks first for, repeat guest. Yeah, thanks this for is such a treat for having me. I yeah. hope that you get some advice emailed to us by our listeners, yeah, so you can sure. uh, you know just begin to work towards your best life. Yeah, just type it out, roll it up, put it in a pigeon's claw, and just send it just right send over. Send it my on out. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next week. All right, boo. boo. <laughs>